You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SAFM. Welcome back. It's uh, 10.45 on SAFM. It's Consumer Talk Time with uh, Lionel Makokotlela. This morning, Lionel is taking us uh, through an easy guide uh, to first-time property buying. We're going to explore questions uh, that you need to ask and keep at the back of your mind when purchasing a home for the first first time because uh, many of us owning a property is the ultimate dream and often this dream is one of our biggest investments ever. And many people, when looking for a property, the focus is only on the dream property and they forget the empowerment process and the process of asking other property owners and experts on the ins and out of owning a property. Lionel Makokotela, good morning. So a lot of people say location, location, location. Why? Uh, Well, there are a couple of reasons for that. First and foremost, uh, it could also be a question of where you are, whether you are closer to the malls, whether you are closer to the hospitals and exit to the highway. But then the other thing is also uh, the location where you are situated. It could also be a, a, a good investment in the sense that the property might appreciate or depreciate based on uh, whether the area has been looked after and also look at the crime states within that specific area just so that at least you get an idea of what you are going to be dealing with once you start moving into that specific area. So then the other second layer to to that location area is uh, whether you are buying into a new developed property, which is uh, you're buying it from a developer, and whether then uh, you need to find out if there is a warranty insofar as the workmanship that has been done to the property, where if, for example, there is leakage on the roof, uh, the, the, the pro- uh, property developer would actually come and uh, fix that and also try to find a point of how long would that be and um, make it a point that you actually keep them the details as well as the conversation uh, between yourself and the, uh, and the people that you actually uh, who actually gave you information uh, safe in the event that you actually need to follow up on that. Then the other one is simply if if it's a second hand uh, property, you need to actually find out then the grace period of any defects that you find on the property, and make it a point that those defects are actually included uh, in the contract. And if it was done telephonically make it upon that you request that everything gets to be done in writing, let it be either on a, uh, in an email or included on the contract that you are actually now purchasing, uh, using to purchase then the property. And the most common one is actually with regard to uh, common uh, scheme property. This would be in a sense of a flat or a townhouse. Try to find out before you actually sign if there are any special projects pending uh, where they might need to raise special levies or uh, any other um, uh, financial consequences that might actually affect you once you actually start buying a right? The other thing that I would actually uh, say to our listeners is that before you actually uh, sign any uh, uh, a property or buy any property from a, co- a, com- a community scheme, tra- request three, ma- uh, three years worth of audited financials Look at the financial position of the scheme if it is healthy. Look at the number of the units that are actually in the complex. 
and how many units are actually behind with their levies. Because this will actually give an indicator whether you are going to be financially sound once you actually have started uh, signing and you are not going to be uh, met with any special levies or raising of special levies because the uh, managing agent is actually unable to uh, meet their financial obligation on a monthly basis. It is very important that the listeners actually ask those uh, relevant questions just so that at least they get to be empowered uh, going forward. So then the issue of the affordability status, because, uh, you know, the truth of it is a lot of people have a property in mind. It's like, I want this house. It has to be double storied. It has to look like this. I've dreamt about it all my life. So how do you assess, you know, the issue of your affordability status before you move to the next stage? Before you move to the next stage, uh, the most important thing is to be honest with regard to how much you're earning and how much you actually have how much then the property is going to cost. It's not only about the board. You need to take into account if it's in a, uh, a community or a security community, there would be levies that you would need to pay to, towards that. How much would that be? Is it something that you actually had planned for with regard to how much you are actually able to afford for that house that you actually had in mind? Then the, third, uh, the, the second thing is actually looking at the rates and taxes. How much rate and taxes are you actually going to pay once you move into that property? And in so far as then the rates and taxes, when was the last time uh, they were actually increased? You need to actually take that into account. Then the third thing that you also need to look uh, at, it's with regard to then the property where it is situated. Is it in an area where it's going to increase in value? And is then the area being well maintained? And insofar as security, how is then the security? Do you guys have like um, your security patrols uh, within the area just to, so that at least it looks safe? And then that would also increase some of your monthly obligations in terms of uh, security contributions. So those are just some of the key factors that you need to look into. Then the other one that you need to take into account is actually... Maybe let me go to a quick commercial break uh, and then come back with you uh, so that you elaborate a little more on that point. It's 10.51 and it's Consumer Talk Time with Lionel Makokotlela. You are listening to KG Mwekezi on SFM. Welcome back. It's uh, 10.53. We've been in conversation with Lionel Makokotela in our consumer talk and at the heart of our discussion, first time home buying. You were finishing a trail of thought, Lionel. Yes. Uh, the next one is actually visiting the municipality. I tried to really speak with one of the consultants to simply tell them that you are the first time property owner. What are the accounts that you actually need to have with the municipality? Uh, we've been inundated with uh, calls from uh, property owners who actually have been owing uh, rates and taxes for the past three years, and municipality have now taken legal actions against these homeowners. And the homeowners are simply saying that I didn't know. They never actually told me about this thing. And uh, the reality of the matter is that municipality has the right to actually collect rates and taxes so that they can actually save the area where you are residing in so far as fixing the portals and making sure that the grass uh, on common areas are actually cut and things of that nature. So it is very important that our listeners empower themselves with regard to those accounts, such as your uh, waste accounts. 
you need to make sure that you actually have an electricity account in your name, water account in your name. And I actually also ask them, are there any other accounts that they, you need to actually open in your name just so that you are actually compliant with the municipality within the area where you are. And the one other thing that I would actually advise our listeners is simply that when you go there, try to get the contact details of the, uh, the person that you have been liaising with, as well as the email address of the different divisions uh, that you actually had visited. For example, water, electricity, uh, waste, as well as rates and taxes. I can bet you right now that in the long term, you are going to run into a technical glitch with one of those accounts, and you would need to actually know that uh, you need to engage with somebody from them. So if you've got all those contacts, you just simply go to your diary, make it a point that you follow up on a phone call and send them an email just so that you build your own portfolio of evidence in the event that you need to take it to the next level. Yeah. So then you also talk about the importance of then creating a dummy monthly budget. Tell me why. You need to uh, have a dummy uh, monthly budget to simply see based on where you are financially Mm. and taking into account all the facts of your research in terms of seeing how much the bond is going to be, the insurance and the levy versus then the accounts that you need to pay to the municipality. Are you therefore able to actually afford? Because now you also need to take into account your uh, um, clothing accounts. You need to take into account your motor vehicle insurance, your motor vehicle uh, installments on a monthly basis. Take all those facts into uh, your decision-making and try to see if then having to take them the next step, will you be able to uh, have a livable lifestyle where you actually are not working from hand to mouth on a monthly basis where you don't actually enjoy the fruits of your hard labor. So the dummy account actually plays a critical role in actually giving you a clear mirror picture of what is actually going to be reflecting going forward once you actually now uh, uh, make it a point that you um, buy a new property as as opposed to maybe renting uh, and so forth. Yeah. And then you say, you know, review that budget, be realistic about what it is that you can afford. Do you have an emergency account, a savings account and entertain? I didn't even know people have an entertainment account, an entertainment account. (laughs) And I didn't know that people have a grooming account, Uh, you know, a grooming (laughs) account. So I'm (laughs) at the end of when I looked at this, it's like who can afford to buy property? But ultimately, these are all of the things that uh, you have to take into consideration and then you get to the conclusion. So when you get to the conclusion, what happens? What normally happens is that people become senseless with regard to the to how they spend their money. And the reality of the matter is that all these accounts that are actually enlisted are very much important because you need to have an emergency account for the best ease of broken windows. If then you've got a car, then it might be at best tire due to potholes or mm. unplanned mm. uh, anything. Savings account is simply in the event that you were to run into a technical gauge with the municipality or there's an emergency where you now need to buy something like food, for example, that has uh, spoiled as a result to load shedding. Mm-hmm. You always need to, need to make it a point that you actually plan for such things. Then when you look at the entertainment account, it's for those who actually like to make sure that they actually have fun over the weekend. Mm-hmm. If you do not budget for that, it might become a problem where you now start tapping into other accounts that are actually critical to your livelihood in terms of maintaining your house, your cars, as well as your um, uh, 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 your, your, your insurances. The grooming is mostly for 
especially the likes of you, <laughs> KG, where you need to do your nails, to do your facials, to do have like a massage, you need to plan for all of those uh, because those expenses, they actually affect your budget in the long term. So ultimately, the emotions completely get out of the picture when you're purchasing your first home. It has to, but in most cases, we try not to say don't be emotional. We try to really say, try to mitigate it so that it doesn't really affect you in, in uh, negatively so that in the long term, you are actually unable to live a life that you would want to live yeah. uh, going forward. And ultimately, you maintain that, that buying a, a property remains a viable investment for a lot of people. It becomes a viable investment provided that your financial uh, position allows you to. Let it not be a question of, I have a dream, but your financial position doesn't necessarily allow you to actually fulfill that dream. So try to be as realistic as possible and make it a point that you are as honest as possible when it comes to that uh, uh, assessment. And make it a point that you ask other people who actually have more knowledge within that specific areas of where you want to tap into, which is property market, and try to find out how can you navigate around negotiating for a better rate and things like that. And how do people get in touch with you, Lionel, if uh, they want to uh, ask you questions offline? It's 065-693-1291, or fwcegavas at gmail.com, fwc E-G-A-V-A-S at gmail.com. Fantastic. Lionel Makokotela is founder at Financial Wise Corner. Thank you very much for your time, Lionel. It's 11 o'clock.